And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt-Zarv, the Playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network, located at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. And subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. That's where you can find other Scout Team Podcast interviews. Today we're joined by Mikey Daniel, outstanding running back from South Dakota State who is a part of what we're doing here is building our 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Series. And Daniel had a fantastic week at College Radar Showcase. Mikey, I appreciate you taking time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's start right there at College Radar Showcase and how well that event went for you. What was it you want to go in and accomplish? And how critical was it for you to get into an all-star game? And when that all-star game gave you the invite, how excited were you to, to accept it and get down there and get to work? You know, absolutely exciting. Um, as you stated, um, I played running back for South Dakota State. Um, moving forward, I knew I wanted to transition into a fullback. Um, so that's kind of what I needed to show this week in the outside game. Um, and having the opportunity to showcase that I could play fullback um, was, was critical for me. You know, so I needed to show that I could be versatile, I could make the blocks, I could be tough enough to go out and make an ISO block when I want, stuff like that. Um, like I said, all, all my film is at running back. So having that opportunity just kind of really showcased that I'm able to make that transition and, and show the scouts what I'm capable of doing was, was huge for me. It's interesting because to watch you practice all week long, you would have thought, uh, if you know, obviously I knew about you going into the week, but you would have thought had you not known about your game that you played fullback your entire career because your ISO blocks were excellent. You looked natural playing the fullback position on lead blocks. and 907, you did a great job. You just looked very natural in that position. And that's the position that you played before, or this was something completely new that you went into this all-star game to uh, try to, to try to change over? Yeah, no, that was all new to me. I mean, I've done, like, quarterback lead blocks and stuff like that, a couple a couple blocks here and there for some of the other running backs. But, you know, for the uh, off-returner on the kick-return team, but as a, as that was the first time I've ever put my hand in the dirt and just straight up, you know, lead, ISO block and stuff like that. Um, and so that was really cool. You know, those those two days of practice going into the scrimmage on the third day um, was, was, was really cool for me. I always knew that, you know, I was a bigger back, so I knew it was an opportunity that I could potentially, you know, take advantage of as I got older. Um, so I've always kind of prided myself on being able to do multiple, multiple things and, um, like you said, it, it looked natural for me, and I and I just think that's a testament to the you know the coaching stuff that I've had. Um, just kind of always doing multiple things and being in multiple sets throughout my offense growing up um, at South Dakota State. So I think it was good for me to show that. Yeah, you talk about the running ability. You were a tremendous runner for the Jackrabbits. We know South Dakota State did a great job in running the football, which is why they were so successful over the course of your career there, you also were a touchdown machine. And I always liken those players that are able to find the end zone. They say they have a nose for the end zone. It's almost like a boxer that knows, hey, now it's time to throw the knockout blow. They just have a knack for it. You have a yes, knack sir. for scoring touchdowns. How did that uh, develop in your game to where you know, okay, because it takes a little – I played a running back position myself in college, and it takes a little bit of nuance to know where that goal line is and how to play and how to contort your body. Some can do it. Some don't do it so well. You did it extremely well. So how do you work, How were you able to develop that, that sixth sense, so to speak, of knowing 
when and where to get yourself across the goal line? Yeah, you know, everyone has a role, and, you know, that was kind of my role, and I took that on um, as a freshman. Um, just kind of my coach was like, you know, we have guys that are able to do so many things. So um, being able to find your role early on, and that's what I did. I learned to learn, you know. I've always had a, an ability to find the end zone, and, um, you know, I just think that it's it's important that I that I was okay with the role that I had, which would be this third down, short yardage, goal line type of running back. Um, and so I've, I wasn't put in that position so many times, and um, as I started to get into the flow of things, it just started clicking. Uh, it became natural, and as you said, yeah, I think I left my, I think I left a 30, 30 career touchdowns, top top seven in school history and rushing touchdowns. So um, that was amazing for me, and, and just being able to show that and and do so many things was, was like I said, critical. So I was trying to transition to the fullback position in the NFL is a little bit unique because. The fullback position that I grew up knowing was, you know, the 250-pound guy that never touched the ball, and the fullback that we see nowadays can also serve as an iso back, you know, single back or something like that, or maybe like you said, a goal line rusher, short yardage guy, but also have the ability to catch the football. Do you feel as though your versatility is what would attract your skill set to NFL scouts? Yeah, I think that's exactly what uh, kind of opened the door for me. Um, to get into the CGS and then to even uh, interview with some of the teams I interviewed with, just showing that um, I can do a lot of things, you know. Um, I don't want to be just a one-dimensional type of player. I, you know, they, they, I've showed that I have really good hands. I've showed that I can block. Um, I've showed that I can run the ball as well. So um, I'm just savvy enough as a player to kind of understand football and understand um, how to get myself into good positions. And I do think that's pretty eye-opening um, and really it's it, gives me more attention and helps attract more teams. Let's go back to South Dakota State. You guys had a tremendous year, obviously. You had college game day there. So it was a big-time deal in Brookings, South Dakota this year uh, for you guys in that program. How special is that place that you played at, and how do you feel as though South Dakota State and, and your coaching staff helped prepare you for this opportunity? Yeah, it was awesome playing um, in Brookings. I, I went to high school there. I graduated from there. So um, technically I was a hometown kid. Um, and then just the love and the support that I got was amazing. You know, I got to see it firsthand, like I said, being, being a, a hometown kid. So that was really cool. Um, but, you know, as, as for preparation, I had four different coaches in, in, five, in my five-year career at South Dakota State, um, running back coaches, that is. Um, and all of them had a, their own unique spin, and all of them did their own thing. Um, so just learning and taking bits and pieces from every one of them. Some were more, you know, centralized around the fullback. Some were run, you know, running back heavy um, in their preparation. And, and then some even focused on the whole game plan. So that kind of helped me develop as a player too, learning, you know, the quarterback reads, um, where the receivers need to be lined up, where everyone needs to line up so I can become, you know, a second game general out there and just make um, it easier on, on the offense and just, knowing that I'm able to do so many things that were comfortable putting me in different positions. I'm glad I'm talking to you at this part of the season because you've had a full season of a lot of the uh, analytics people on social media just love to spout the running back position doesn't matter, running game doesn't matter. And we were just fresh off, you know, a team like Tennessee just bludgeoned Baltimore to death with the run game. You've seen teams that can run the football really well 
just line up and impose their will. Can you explain to those that may not understand or just just maybe dumb to the idea of what the running game actually means and then the importance of the running back position? How does that set the tone or what does that do to a defense when you're out there able to run the football effectively? You know, one thing I want to, you know, focus on, as you, as you already hit on with Derrick Henry and the Titans um, and them having a big upset yesterday, um, but think about all the teams that are in the playoffs and made the playoffs, how many of them use a fullback and get in that, you know, heavier personnel and they're just going to run down down your throat. Um, it, the reason is it wears the defense away, um, gets them off edge. And then when you can do that, you know, it sets up the play action. It sets up the over-the-top throws um, to, the, to make the big play receivers, you know, make their plays. So that was, I think that it's really overlooked, and it's starting to, it's starting to make a comeback. Um, if you look at the fullbacks now, obviously, like we had talked about, um, they're not going to be just the big 250-pounders that are just one-dimensional to blow people up. you got to be able to do so many things, and that's, you know, product of how the game is these days and just um, personnel, stuff like that. So the idea that running backs and fullbacks are – um, overlooked and stuff. I think that's becoming kind of, not, I won't say cliche, but it, it's starting to get overdone because, you know, as you see, you got to have a good run offense. You got to be able to run the ball. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful down the, down the stretch. As like you said, um, all the all the teams that are still playing right now are big run heavy teams, and that's good to see. Um, aside from the the uh, Chiefs, you know, but other than that, everyone is pretty run heavy. And so um, I think it's critical to have, like I said, a good running game. Um, I think it's important that you can just do so many things with that. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is North Dakota State. You know, they won their eight national titles here. Um, and the big reason is they do what they do. They run the ball, they get you to come down the box, and then they throw it over the top. They just If you're able to run on the defense and wear them out, they just get demoralized and they get tired, and, and you control the game clock as well. You know, it's interesting. I'm glad you brought up North Dakota State because I want to go there as well, talking about the Missouri Valley Conference. You also could bring up Illinois State. You can also bring up Western Illinois and how these teams run the football, Indiana State. How has playing in that Missouri Valley Conference kind of helped you prepare, to be honest, for the NFL? I think that's one of the more underrated uh, elements of where you played. You know, a lot of people say, hey, the Valley is the SEC of the FCS. Do you share that sentiment and how – Great was it to play against that level of competition and also within that conference. Without a doubt. Um, that definitely helped me prepare. And not only that, but we played an FCS game every year too. So we took Minnesota to the wire at the beginning of the season. Um, but, you know, definitely having North Dakota State and, and everybody in the Missouri Valley, um, there's no cakewalks when you play in this conference. And, and that we definitely are um, referred to as the SEC of, of the FCS division. Um, there's no doubt about it. Every game, every week is physical, and that's why you often see upsets um, in the first couple weeks of the season when, when the Missouri Valley plays um, FBS opponents. Um, there's no there's no shortage of talent, talent here, and people are really starting to realize that. So I definitely think um, that helped me help set me up for success at the next level. It's tough to say, okay, who are you going to uh, watch or model your game after at the fullback position because there's not a lot of them in the NFL, but who are some of the backs that you kind of can draw uh, inspiration from and say, hey, okay, I can do a little bit of that. I can take pieces of that and add it to mine. Oh, I like what he does there. Who are some of the guys that you're watching right now? No, I really love C.J. Ham. Um, that's the comparison I get the most. Just everything he does is very, you know, 
Um, it's interesting, and it's, we, we I model him so much. We just a lot of us is the same. Um, so I've taken a lot, I've learned a lot from him, and just talking with him about uh, things throughout the season. Um, he's kind of helped me along the way, and he's re- he's actually the one that kind of put me onto the path of of playing fullback at the next level because he played uh, running back at a D2 school here in South Dakota or in South Dakota as well. Um, so I kind of learned from him. But then you know, there's other. I, I also think that Rex Burkhead type of runner. Um, he does that goal line, that short yard stuff, um, as well as Mike Tolbert did a lot of, you know, fullback and running back, stuff like that. Um, Andy Dan- Janovich, you know, you know, there's so many guys that I try to uh, mold myself after and just take bits and pieces from everybody. Yeah, you, you've done a good job just playing that role, playing that position. Again, if, if no one didn't know, it would have looked like you played fullback your whole career, and people would have then said, wow, he actually is a great runner for a fullback. But that's cool, the fact that you actually are doing something completely new and you're having success and you're getting the positive feedback. You've had a great week of work at the College Gridiron Showcase. And before we get out of here, just where can people follow you on social media to continue to follow your journey as you make the leap to the NFL? Yeah, well, on social media, I can be followed um, at MikeyDaniel3. Uh, that's my Instagram. And then on my uh, Twitter, my name is Mikey Daniel too. So pretty much the same, just one number off. But yeah, that's where um, all my stuff will be going out. My agents, um, Tri Sports Agency, I'm out of San Francisco. Hector Ruiz and and Mike Chorus. So those are my two rep- my representatives, and um, those are the guys that you can follow as well. Check you out, giving the agency a, a shout out as well, man. That's 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 a good job right there. That's that's excellent. Uh, <laughs> Well, we, yes, sir. You got to give those guys credit for the work they put in. They're working for you. You're working for them. It's a good partnership. But, Mikey, man, it's been fun. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I appreciate you taking time, man. It was great to get to watch your game up close after watching you from afar as we do cover a lot of FCS football here at Football Game Plan. And, again, we wish you the best luck moving forward, and thank you for taking time. Thank you for having me. I much appreciate it.